All right, what's going on? What is happening, everybody? Uh, boy, my wife is starting her own little podcast now these days, and I am fighting to get some airtime. Her and I, um, I'm very supportive of her. I'm glad she's starting her own little podcast. Um, it's called Mary Unapologetic. And so, heck, uh I wish her the best. She just turned 50 years old, and my wife does not look 50 years old. Uh, she looks literally in her late 30s, you know, early 40s at the latest. So um, that's how we Asian women are. They they just stay looking young for a long time. And don't take it to heart. Some of you ladies might be listening, but uh, I don't, I'm not trying to insult my wife or disrespect her, but in a good way, I say one day I'm going to wake up and she's going to turn to Yoda because you don't see an Asian woman, a middle-aged Asian woman going, oh, yeah, yeah, she looks she looks 50. You don't. They're either super young they or they they just look, <laughs> sorry, but ancient. Be sure to share the podcast on your favorite social media channels. Wondering how you can show your love? Head over now to Facebook and drop a like. I'm not that mean. I'm not that mean, you guys. Definitely not. I love my wife. Happy birthday to her. I love her so much. 50 years old. And uh, unfortunately, we had to celebrate it during this uh, coronavirus thing. But hey, a lot of her, her girlfriends came over to the backyard, and hung out six feet apart, of course. And uh, yeah, we had a good time celebrating it. So happy birthday, Mama. Um, so our topics today, okay, and I am recording this through a video so if you're interested in seeing this because i am going to do some screenshot stuff i'm going to or go on and and show some stuff on the computer but i'll be very descriptive as usual on my podcast and i hope uh hope you, you can pretty much get what i'm saying you know far as that part so far as the topics here we are going to touch base again on passing the baton because i'm training some students right now and I'm going to help you guys relate again. I'm going to touch base. I think I mentioned that last time, but I just want to touch base, reiterate where I left off or kind of was talking about that. I'm going to tell you about the dent difference story. I'm sure you've heard it maybe perhaps once, but I'm going to say it again along with one other note uh, along with that. Uh, we're going to talk about briefly about cheap tools, buying cheap tools, why you should not buy cheap tools and i'm referring to the ebay stuff or the non-brand pdr tools so if you are a new listener thank you for listening welcome if you're a veteran listener thank you again for keep listening i appreciate that and uh and keep in mind even if you've heard this stuff or you know this stuff you may want to bookmark save the podcast and for a rainy day for somebody that doesn't quite understand the rules of PDR or they want to have some more information or you want to reference something, this would be a good time to say that and say, hey, listen to Mike's podcast. Um, this is the part that I, that I thought was interesting and, you know, hey, but that's entirely up to you. Just giving you some suggestions. 
Uh, let's see here. Boy, am I getting a lot of lisp in my friggin' voice or what, man? I'm just a real acute listener here, and yeah, everything's fine on there. Uh, scratched. Uh, oh, excuse me. That that's a little footnote of that. Uh, I'm gonna talk about the body line dent repair that Bobby Six did, and we're gonna talk about visually or at least descriptively how he did it. You've probably seen a little bit of a trailer about, I think it was a three minute so trailer on my Instagram and the IGTV and my Facebook page. I am coming out with a longer version for YouTube and of course a detailed version for Dent Trainer. That will be out this weekend. So I just wanted to kind of drop it and show, you know, what I had in store for you. But we will talk about that on this uh, podcast and then we'll go and talk about some notable PDR companies. I am starting to do this now because I, I, I think it's important that we give recognition to other tool companies, or excuse me, not just tool companies, but PDR companies who are promoting themselves on Instagram. I, I don't think it should go unnoticed. And I, I look at different things and I go, oh, that's pretty cool. I like the way they're marketing themselves. So I thought I'd share it with you. Follow them. If you like, check out their work. Check out how they're marketing it's something to look at and I will be doing a lot more, not just friends of mine, but people I don't even know. Like I don't know one of these people on here. I've never met them, but I just know they do fantastic work. And uh, I think it's important again to kind of uh, show you guys or, and tell you guys about it. So, all right, so let's get cracking, right? We did a little opening here and we're talking about pass the baton. Pass the baton is... When you're working a dent and you are switching tips in order to finish the dent, keep, keeping it clean. And, and the best way I could say it is it's like a relay. And that's why I say pass the baton. As you get better, you won't need as many team members on your relay team. So basically what I'm saying is it becomes almost a sprint. It is always a sprint. And I don't want to. I don't want to confuse you guys. It's not really technically a race, as in far fast timing. It's a race to be clean, and so let let's back up here. So just to refresh your mind. So if you had a dent, generally when I'm training my students, they are starting with a softer tip. Not not at first when they are trying to find their tool tip. We've already gone past that part. So. I'm not going to go into that and how I teach them how to find their tooltip quick and yada, yada. But I'm talking right now, they're learning to keep their dent clean. So they start with a soft tip. Then perhaps they go to a blade tip tool, maybe with some tape on it. And then from that, possibly go to without tape or a midpoint or something, or a plastic tip. And then, pause, and then a sharp tip or a very, very sharp tool, tip like a, uh, a reaper or a door lord or a finesse tool or even the sidekick tool, the new sidekick from Excalibur. All those tools, technically, it would be like a, pa a pass the baton. It doesn't matter which brand. It just matters the type of sharpness. So what am I getting at? So I have a dent, and it's a soft dent. Well, then, of course, I'm going to use a soft tip because I'm going to get much more uh, easier, controlled, 
Uh, I'm going to cover more area. And that will probably do the trick for that type of repair. However, what if I got a, a dent that's more deeper? It's got a pit in it. Yes, I can still st start with a soft tip. And then from there, as the dent gets smaller, the pit is going to become more obvious and get more tighter because that's you're finally getting to that, that area. And then to remove that center, if it's a tight, small one, you'd want to open up the center. Now, this is where technicians have a little bit of problem. They don't understand that there's a reason why you have to open up the center instead of just trying to go gosh almighty and use whatever tooltip you're doing and push it out. So that's not technically how you should do it. You should understand that in order to release tension, you've got to tap down tension so you can relax the tension and then push, but not with the same tool. There's a little bit of details in there. You have to get a tooltip that's going to basically fit the same size or be a little smaller because you're trying to push out the center area. But you don't want to go what? Here's the golden rules, right? Don't go too big too long and don't go too sharp too soon. Because either one, you got to have that halfway medium point. You know, you, you get to one point and then you stop. You either tap down or you can change the tool and then try to overstretch the center on purpose, a controlled high, and then tap it down. Now, if you don't quite understand what I'm saying, Maybe you need more guidance on what I'm saying. Well, heck, there are some YouTube videos out there, but if you want to be more structured, you want to find out exactly what you're doing in detail. And we're not talking just 10-minute videos or 20-minute videos. We're talking half hour, 45 minutes, hour, hour and a half videos. Go check out denttrainer.com. Again, denttrainer.com. I'm telling you it's worth every penny. And right now we're doing it for three months for $89. And I, if you can't afford that, if you think that's too expensive, then you shouldn't really be doing PDR. PDR, you're not as serious as you thought you were. And I'm not trying to be a guilt trip either. The videos, once you go on, it's worth every single penny. And once again, for those who were on, who were those before or who were thinking about, the videos aren't meant for you to watch every friggin' video as fast as you can and move on to the next one. It's meant for you to keep rewatching and getting it, developing habits in your head and physically so you can consistently be better every time. That's what it was designed for. And speaking of Den Trainer, we are, I, hey, I'm going to be releasing it by next month, regardless of if I'm finished uploading all the videos, that's how long it's been taking me. The videos takes me a long time. I built the structure of it, but I need to upload all the videos. I don't think I'll be, have all the past videos uploaded yet, but the newer ones will be in there and that will keep it busy. And then as you're watching the videos, more and more videos be uploaded. And then plus we got some other plans on the side, which we are working out some kinks. And I wouldn't say kinks at all. Just, just some, uh, just some other other little cool surprises. And I think you're going to be really happy about that. Actually, I'm not thinking. I know you will. 
The other thing is on that, uh, the other thing is, so before I get into the other topics too, because I, I really got a lot of stuff to talk to you guys about, is your website. I really want to start doing more talking about what you should put on your website. And I'm not trying, I don't want you to think that I'm trying to sell you anything. You guys know me. I am not about the money. I understand. If it was about the money, I'd be having commercial after commercial and just shoving stuff down your throat. And I'd only come out when I want to sell you something. So please don't misunderstand me. Don't take things I say out of content. I'm not trying to cash in for your pocket. I'm going to give you value regardless if you get a website through us or you have your own website. If you have your own website, great. You're still going to get a lot of value of what I'm saying and how I'm going to say it. So we're going to eventually talk, have a subject on blogs, SEO, your site speed, how to capture your emails, stuff like that. Things that you should be doing that will help you retain your customers and have your site not be such a, as I used to say and still do, is called a sit and wait website. You don't want that. You want a reactive website that asks customers to call you, let them know what's going on, all kinds of cool things that you can make your website look really cool and more importantly, function so much better for you. So we'll, we'll be talking about that in the future conversations on the podcast. And if you are interested in a website, check out thebestpdrwebsites.com, thebestpdrwebsites.com. And uh, yeah, have a gander. If you're interested, shoot us an email and uh, we'll get a consultation for you. All right. So sorry that was a little long. I hardly ever, you know, kind of just talk about jibber jabber, but I felt that had to be said. Um. The dent difference story. I got to tell you this. So, I was uh, at one of my dealerships when I was younger. And I was working on a dent for the manager. And I, I, I don't remember how long I was spent on it. But I know I spent some time on it. And so, I went to... And I could... St- Kind of still see it, though, but, you know, I thought it was great, actually. I thought, well, that was pretty good. I I got it out, and uh, for the most part, and I think he'll be pretty happy. So I go get him. And he comes out, and he's looking at it. And I'm like, I'm pretty proud. I'm like, I'm thinking, cool. He's, he's not going to notice anything. And he looked at me, and he's like, eh, it looks different. And... I don't know why, but I I kind of knew it wasn't as good as I thought it was, but I figured in my head that he probably wouldn't notice, but I still felt good because I, I put some time effort into it. But when he said the truth, right, it looks different, I knew that I failed, excuse me, myself, not just him, myself, because... There really shouldn't be, well, I'm going to get to that. I got another story about that. I, I was crushed, and I didn't want that to happen to me again. So before I tell you my full uh, feelings, 
I got another story about this, okay? And that's where I come up with the, with one of the, the saying saying, oh, you're dent different. If you didn't get it out, it's different. It's not out. It's either out or it's not. It's dent different, okay? And I mean out mean like, you know, did you make it better? The better means different. I'm talking about 98%. You spent, you know, 10 hours on it and it still looks like crap. I'm not talking about that. I'm just, I, I'm, I'm talking where you personally know you didn't give it 100% and it doesn't look as good as you knew you could be. So one of my technicians back in the day, um, and this is a lesson for you guys, and maybe you've, maybe you've had the same type of scenario, but he goes out there and he was, I mean, he's not, he wasn't brand new, but he was still somewhat new within a year and a half tech. From my training. And he went out to a dealership. And he went to a body shop. And he. Was working on a dent. And he got done and he asked the manager. Okay I'm done how's it look. So the body shop manager goes out there and looks at it. He goes I can still see it. And. Apparently, the body manager called me because he was a little upset and perturbed. And he said, you know, Mike, I love you guys. I love you. And I like the way you do stuff. But your guy came out here, worked on this dent. And he asked me, how does it look? And we were silent here. And I was like, okay. He goes, why is he asking me how does it look when he is the expert? Doesn't he know if the dent is repaired or not? Why do I have to tell him it's not? And I was very, very embarrassed. Angry. Embarrassed. And kind of like still ashamed, you know, kind of, I was so, so upset. The moral of the story is, though, is... Don't ever ask anybody if, how's it look when you know that it doesn't look the way you know it should look. Either don't charge for it or keep working on it until you get it to the point where you can, you feel good about it. Don't ever let Anybody who's not a PDR tech to tell you that it's not done or it could have been better or it looks different. Make sure you do it 110% and just don't ask anybody, especially a non-expert, how's it look when you know it doesn't look the way it's supposed to look. That's basically what I'm trying to say. It just, it, it, it'll, it'll, it'll ruin you, it'll embarrass you, it'll crush you, and it can hurt your reputation. And now this was years ago, over 10 years ago. And I would never let that happen again. Never. Didn't want it to happen. Unfortunately, it did happen. But I'm referring to you guys, I'm sure we all had, if you've been in the game long enough, we've all had 
an incident or two that you just wish you could take back. So that's the moral of the story. Please don't be a different company. Try your best and never, ever let anybody tell you they can still see it. Especially if you, if you, if you let them see it and see it and ask their opinion about it, that is going to be, be honest with you, really, really, really embarrassing for you. So I, I, that brings me to my next thing is is cheap tools. Okay, cheap tools. You know what the old saying is, right? You buy cheap, you buy twice. You buy cheap, you buy twice. You know what? I'm going to hit record on this other thing. <laughs> there it goes. In case you guys are tuning in, actually you are tuning in because uh, in the, my podcaster people are going, what the hell is he ta- doing right now? Well, I hit the, forgot to hit the record on my um my stream and so i was talking away and and you guys missed half the podcast which is going to be recorded anyway so you guys can re-listen to it and catch up onto this part but what i was talking about cheap tools is going into this this segment here and the old saying is you buy cheap you buy twice i'm sure you've heard this on pdr tool time and in case you didn't realize that I helped start start John and I, John Hiley, Vince D'Alessandro, and Daniel Grom. We started all started together, PDR Tool Time. And you've probably heard us lots and lots of time uh, talk about tools. Or you currently hear the new guys, uh, John Renstorm, uh, Hudson Tansley, and still Vince D'Alessandro and Daniel Grom. They still uh, run PDR Tool Time. Buy cheap. Buy twice. You know, it's not just about, well, the tools don't perform as well. Well, they can actually break really easy and cause more damage. So if you're twisting on a wire that's not strong and it snaps in the middle of your repair and it snaps against the panel, it just doesn't hit against the panel. It, can, it hits so hard it can crack paint behind the panel and through the paint on the outside. It's happened to me before back in the day when I used to make my own tools before I, I bought professional tools and those professional tools at the time were my first professional t- tools at the time were Inventure, Inventure tools. I remember talking to Chris. I saw him at a trade show. Me and my stepdad were like, yeah. I mean, it was like state-of-the-art stuff. And they held up really well. And uh, he's not much in the game. He's still hanging in there. TD and Tools owns him. I should call Chris one day and talk to him and uh, get the little history about that. But anyways, I was in the garage and I was working on a tool or a a car. And I remember bending one of these cheap wires, excuse me, and it snapped as I was trying to bend it with my hand and it went right across my arm about eight inches across and I was bleeding like crazy. I, I'm surprised I didn't have to go to the hospital and get stitches or for that fact, get uh, any kind of you know infection because of the rusty uh, tool. 
So don't buy buy cheap tools. Don't buy tools that that you know that aren't as good as the tools that you want to purchase. Save your money. And I I get it. Some tools, you know, you're like, man, I can get so many tools of that, and that one's that much. Well, you just have to keep watching Dent Time videos and Dent Trainer videos to find out if it's really a high-value tool for you to get. I'm just kidding. Really, there are some good tools. Any brand that you get from Ultra Dent Tools and some PDR, which is like the Amazon of, of different tools, not in a cheap way, though, okay? I'm talking a high-quality way. Uh, Dent Craft, Blem Tools, Excalibur, you know, all the small guys like Dent Reaper, A1 Tools, uh, Pro PDR Solutions. I mean, the list goes on, and I'm not trying to leave out anybody by any means. PDR Finesse, those are some really good name brand tools. Really, really good. Um, so don't buy cheap. Remember, cheap, you're not really spending money. You can write it off, and you're investing it in yourself. It's a win-win. At the end of the year, you should consider getting some tools. Black Friday, before, before the PDR tool companies didn't used to do Black Friday. I remember John and I, we used to promote the tool companies by doing tool giveaways. We still do. Matter of fact, it's one of our biggest events every year. But now you can find these specials, a lot of them, on Black Friday. So that would probably be the best time of the year to invest in some tools beyond just going to the conventions as well. I'm not sure. I heard it's still on. In Vegas is MTE. Uh, believe it or not, I'm not sure if I'll be able to make it though either way because uh, I'll have some PDR training then. And I don't know if I would want to do that to myself because it's, it's kind of overwhelming. So I might even miss the one that's in my ba own backyard, but we, we will see. That's if it even goes, goes off. I heard from Vince because he talked to, I believe, uh, the guy over there at, uh, at MTE who runs it now. And I always forget his name. I apologize about that. But apparently if Vegas is going to be open, they're going to do it still. So, and I think it's, late august too so that'd be interesting to see if it happens will mega media event happen 5.0 in october as of now yes it will however that thing can change we're hoping it's not going to change like change like cancel because the only thing that's going to stop that is the gathering like is it going to be okay to have a certain amount of people uh, at one place at a gathering I don't know. I don't know. So we are going to keep our antennas out, but we are definitely looking forward to holding the mega media event, and that is October 15th through the 17th. I think you might have heard me say the wrong dates before. I think it was the 17th or the 19th. It's not. It's a Thursday, Friday, and Saturday event, October 15th, 16th, and 17th. So mark your calendar. We're not, we're not taking... Um, you know, ticket purchases right now. We are just kind of putting it out there so you can mark your calendar and then we're going to play it by ear and see if this is going to really, uh, the event's going to happen or not, okay, for the COVID-19 because of the, due to the COVID-19. So hopefully it doesn't. Keep fingers crossed. 
So we're going to talk now uh, a little bit of the Bobby Six came a few days, or not a few days, uh, earlier this year, I think it was. was it earlier, earlier this year? I think it was earlier this year. Yeah, actually, he was my first student I trained. And that was January. And he came. Was it January February? I can't remember. Anyways, <laughs> he came. And he said, Mike, I, I listen, I, I know how, I'm good at hail. I do hail repair, but I want to get better at doing bigger dance. And I, I, I know how to start it. I can do pretty well with it, but I'm, I'm just feel like I'm missing some certain things as usual, as usual, most be honest with you, very good techs. They just needed a little bit of guidance here and there. So. No problem, Bobby. I said, what kind of dent do you want to do? He said, I want to do a dent that happens a lot that I see in my area because he was from, I think he's from Iowa. And he says, deer hits happen a lot over there. And he says, they're really smashed, really hard to do. I said, okay, well, show me a picture of a deer head or deer hit. And he shows it to me on a front fender, like it's crushed. Like some of them, some of them are showing me like, it's no way the fender's got to get replaced. I mean, it was paint busted all over the place. I mean, it was, it looked pretty gory to be honest with you. So anyways, I go, okay, well, let's try to replicate it. So I kick in the fender and let's go to that. Let's go see if I can go to that right here. And we kick it in. Boom, boom. It's it's a pretty nasty dent, as you can see here. I do have like a uh, measuring kind of ruler right there that uh, from uh, Get a Grip. And you can completely see that it is buckled underneath. It's buckled above. I mean, it is kinked. The, the body line goes up and down. Um, it's a high spot in certain areas. It's, it's it's stretched and cr and crunched really really bad. Um, you see Bobby working it just a little bit there. Uh, we did use some cold glue temporarily. Okay, we didn't. It wasn't something that we were going to anticipate trying to get all of it out. We just got enough to help start it. One thing about cold glue is that the best way I can anticipate, excuse me, I can describe it to you and why you'd want to use it. Is cold glue is like if you were starting a marathon and cold glue was like, hey buddy, you wanna not cheat, but hey, let's get you to the let's get you like in front faster. It'd be like taking a moped ride about halfway, not halfway, but a third way into the marathon. And you already got a huge head start. Why everyone else is still doing the traditional hot glue you know, oh, possibly overstretching it, pushing it, possibly push, making push marks in it. Well, cold glue will rapidly pull anywhere between, let's just say 30 to 80% of the repair in seconds. That's amazing. Without overstretching the panel. It's amazing. That's why I use cold glue a lot. And I love the guys at Kiko. I love uh, using hot glue and, you know, and everybody around. I want to promote those tools as well, just as much. But it seems like every big dent, and I'm being completely honest, you can use the benefit of cold glue. 
Now, again, to reiterate, Daniel Grom and I and Vince and I think uh, Shane Roses was with us when we first tried cold glue. We weren't sure if it was going to work. We put a little video out on it, and it worked, and we were totally set it up wrong. I don't want to get into the logistics and how you set it up and all that other stuff, but uh, it's on denttrainer.com. Totally a lot of details about that, lots of videos about starting with it. But it is a huge benefit. So going back to the body line, you can see that where I'm kind of highlighting it. And if you, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to know what I'm referring to, you can go to the Dent Time page and it'll say Crazy Kick Dent Removed. You can go to the um, Instagram and then you can go to IGTV. It's a very interesting video. It's only three minutes, but you can see the timeline of of the progression of how the repair is going and it's pretty impressive and i can't wait to really show you guys the details of it fully on dent trainer uh, the youtube version will be a little bit longer probably twice as long as the one that you see there but it'll leave a little, it'll leave a little bit more detail in there but uh, enough to where you're going man i still would like to see how he did it step by step and that's where you go to denttrainer.com and enjoy the whole thing. The body line dessert, I mean, you have to, like a body line like that, that severe, that hard, you have to know where to push, release tension, so you don't oil can the repair. You could easily oil can this repair if you go too aggressive with a soft tip or too aggressive, well, yeah, too aggressive pushing and not enough releasing, pressure releasing. Pushing, but not enough tapping can lead to an oil can effect. And you definitely don't want to do that. We used uh, multiple different tools to, to fix this. We used heat. We used a flat bar. We used a rod or you want to call it Johnson from uh, Ultra Dent Tools. Uh, there was a lot of good things and we had to or he had to, I was just help coaching and going, okay, we're, we're going back and forth and discussing it, what you're going to see. And we're talking about, okay, so we should release pressure uh, right here at the body line, push up over there. And uh, for the most part, it was, came out really good. We used the crown killer or excuse me, crown jewel from Endeavor. That is a must have blending crown hammer. I'm not going to say it's a blending hammer because it's really not. It's a really good hammer for you to learn if you're not comfortable with blending using a regular metal blending hammer, like far as contact, metal to metal contact. It will help you get the swing of things. I think it's a definitely a big training wheels for it, but you definitely have to be put your big boy pants on and and eventually use a regular hammer. But however, this is pretty much my go-to tool uh, for nailing down those crowns without making, you know, some big costly mistakes. If you do make a mistake, it's a real soft low, something easily you could fix by getting behind the dent by pushing or just using a small tab and pulling it back out. So it is pretty easy to, to use. Uh, we get uh, Bobby's using different apparatus of tools going through different parts underneath the fender, uh, the top of the fender. And fenders are very, I would say, they have the best access out of most panels, out of pretty much 
every panel. Nowadays, you have a giant openings through when you open up the hood you have that access you can go through the door sometimes you can take the door off and go through, through the three points of contact actually sometimes four headlight underneath the underneath the fender above the fender where the hood's at and through the front by the door of the of the fender so, so and then the uk people call it the wing so I like working on fenders. It gave Bobby a lot of different apparatuses. We used a um, a sandbag from Ultra that helped him get the leverage he wanted so he wasn't sliding and scraping all against the frame. And it was just a very, very good um, repair that Bobby did. He did color sand just a little bit because it was, like I said, very, very kinked in the body line, but it came out really clean. And uh, I thought he did a freaking great, great, great job. So um, I think you're going to have to really see it to appreciate it. But body lines, again, it, it has so many different. Let me just get rid of that here. Stop, stop doing that. Body lines ha have so many variables when it comes to repairing. So you've got your crease. You've got your... Uh, you've got a um, the crown. You've got a pit in the center of it. You've got outside hidden crowns pressure. And you've got the depth you've got to worry about. A lot of factors in understanding what to do. Again, the more you understand your reflection... That's going to be a big part. The better, the cleaner it's going to be. The more you understand your tools and having a variety of options for your repair is helpful. Very, very helpful. And last but not least, yourself, your patience to get through it when it, when it gets irritating. It's one thing about having a shop, though, is when you get irritated and you run out of patience a little bit or you, you get you just very ticked off, you can get up and walk away from it or go do another dent. Not so hard and just fix that and then come back, kind of be a little bit more relaxed and focused again, and then continue. But either way, even if you're doing it mobile, you need to get off the dent every once in a while, take a break call somebody or heck it might be a two or three day job coming back to the customer's house but i guess you'd have to be charging pretty good money but that's uh, i'm going off the side here i'm not sure if i'm already completely focused for this podcast because i'm recording at 10 51 at night i've been waiting all day to record it um but that is that's just the way uh those body lines go and I, I really would like to show you guys in person though and so please check out go to denttrainer.com uh this weekend and you'll be able to see it and and view it it's pretty 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 good interesting and it's amazing that that people can recreate body lines and basically turn back time that's what you're doing uh, all of us are doing that we are actually turning back time when we are fixing a dent you're taking history 
because that is set, done, boom, it's in the panel. It's like time stopped in the panel because it's not like dirt. Like when you, you throw a rock at the dirt and the dirt goes somewhere else, right? It moved somewhere else. Well, metal has nowhere to move but trapped pressure, trapped energy, which we call a crown, okay? A crown is caused by the impact held in time. And what we are doing is reversing time. It's like, it's like we, we are technically really actively in a time machine and we're turning the time back to where it was before it was hit. And if you're that good, you can go reverse it absolutely perfect. That's amazing. Think about that. You know, I know, I know we, we do it for a living, and we've been doing it for a long time, but I really feel like we sometimes we forget how amazing it really is that we, what we do. And we're taking dents like that and reversing it. That's crazy. Now that we, if you put it that way, you're like, well, that is true. It's true. We're, we're reversing time. Undetectable. Not one body shop in the world can match the quality in the factory that, that we can, as quality PDR techs can do. And I'm not putting body shops down, so don't take it for heart. Some of you body shop guys who are listening to this, and I know who possibly want to tra uh, transition to PDR, not take anything away from your skills, guys. You guys are fantastic techs. Fantastic. So we, we're not trying to disrespect you or put you down. So please don't think that. And I'm not trying to do that. There are times when customers ask me, you're more expensive than a body shop. But the only answer I can give them is, yes, we are not always cheaper than a body shop, but we are always better. And I mean that with the utmost respect. Because it's true. Nobody can... Nobody can restore a vehicle except the PDR text the way we can at this point in time. And I hope it stays like that. So let's take a look. Matter of fact, let's take a look at some other PDR text here. Okay. What I'd like to share with you guys is a, a company called uh, Solution Boss, and they're out of Canada. They did some excellent, excellent work right here. Um, Let's play it right here. See if you can if you can see it. This is a pretty nasty stretch dent. I'm not sure if he took the door off. I'm sure he probably did. He's got a dent going all the way down uh, the side here. He shows a lot of good reflection with this. It's a, that's that's nasty. That is really. It's like it's especially that that middle part. I'm always looking at buckles, and here you go. He's showing how how clean he got it. Absolutely great. Really clean. Solution Boss is, uh, he's got a, the handle again is Solution Boss, B-O-S-S-E. Solution Boss, B-O-S-S-E. And, uh, and their, their website is Solution Boss, B-O-S-S-E dot C-A for Canada. Okay. Uh, again, here's another nasty one. Shows nice with his reflection. So he's, got, he's blending it out. Another great, great repair. 
In fact, I gotta give him some love on that, dude. Boom. Okay, should do that. Uh, so check him out. Uh, oh, there's another one right here. I got 70 likes on this thing, man. That is crazy right there. That's, oops, I think I messed up that. Yeah, that is that's a nasty, nasty dent by the edge. Does the guy does clean, nice work? And you know, there's some glue pulling. There's some, you know, nice big pushes being made so you don't get the chewiness. Any PDR tech, I, I just want to let you know, any tech that's taking on stuff like that, his first 10 pushes are so crucial. Uh, mine, any PDR tech who knows what they're doing, your 5, 10 pushes are crucial. They have to be methodical and understand what you're doing. Okay, and so you don't make you don't make a lot of extra time for yourself. That's what I'm trying to say. So Ratchet Industries, here's another one. Ratchet underscore industries. Rory, this kid is taking it by storm. He's uh, I think he hired a videographer, follows him around the shop. He's all over the place and he's he's he does clear bras, he does PDR. Um I think it's very interesting if you guys want to watch his his clips. Yeah, he's really getting it done out there, and he's super motivated. You can see he's excited. One thing I want to tell you guys about your company, if you ain't excited about your own company, how in the hell are you going to expect your customers to be excited about using your service? I want you, ladies and gentlemen, to feel excited. If you're not excited about your own company, then I don't have to tell you anything. Then PDR is not for you or what you're doing isn't for you. Excuse me. You have to be excited. You have to have a great identity about yourself, about your company, about, you know, what you do, how you do it, how you appear, how you talk to people, how you look them in the face, how you believe in your pricing system so they can believe in your service. Have that stuff down. And it's funny. It's still all about what you think, how you perceive yourself. Well, how is how they will perceive your company. So get out there. He's look at. And another thing about Rory is that he's putting his face everywhere. He's making himself the industry leader in his town. Because let me tell you something again. You have two people that do the same exact thing. And let's just make throw a little twist in here. One is way better than the other. But the one that's not as good promotes himself, puts himself on the on, you know, all over the place on media. He's promoting himself like he's good. But he's showing his face, he's doing all kinds of stuff. The other guy is just like, well, I got repeats. I don't invest a lot of, I'm not into the social media. I'm doing fine. Blah, blah, blah. But after a while, he's kind of slowing down. And but the other guy's getting more and more work. And chances are that kid that or that person who's not as good will get good eventually if they want to. And they generally do. But my point is if you're a customer and you see somebody, that has a face behind their company or on their company 
and they're portraying that they're good work and they believe in themselves, not necessarily, now I'm not saying they suck. I'm not saying that person sucks. I'm just saying they're not as quite as qualified or experienced as the other person. They're still going to get the work. They're, gonna, they're, they're becoming more popular than the one who has the most experience. That's my point. Don't forget to keep promoting yourself. And don't be afraid to put your face on your, your Instagram, your YouTube channel. Look, he's all over the place. Showing the cars, showing what he's going to be doing. He's got a lot of plays. He's got 6,000 views on, on a lot of things here. So I don't think it's just PDR techs out here. It's probably a lot of it, because I look at my stats, it's probably a lot of his own, his own area in New Mexico. That's where he's from. And he's got some serious nice rides that he's working on. Super, look at it, he's just all over plastering what he does. Fantastic. That's, that's Ratchet Industries. He does PDR and the whole full auto reconditioning over there. Pretty much the, most of the auto reconditioning. I know he does clear bras and wraps and, and PDR. So good for Rory. The next one is One Shot. One Shot is a company up in Orange County, I believe, or LA area. And he's doing fantastic. He's posting some really good photos. That's a nasty hit right there. That's a real nasty hit. Hey, look at that. Clean. I, I've, I've met him. Super nice guy. Uh, promote yourself. Look at this. 285. He's got some, he's got some really nice, nice repairs. Doing a fantastic, fantastic job at his stuff. So... Congrats. And I will definitely be doing this uh, more often, ladies and gentlemen. Start talking about, and this is, I'm sorry if you're listening to the podcast, it's one shot paintless dent repair. It's one shot underscore paintless underscore dent underscore repair. So I'll put the, uh, I'll put the links on my blog if you, and you'll see this video there too. So if you're listening to it and you want to see the video, go to denttimepdr.com, denttimepdr.com. Look for this podcast here. And I don't know which podcast it is going to be under. Actually, let's just make a note of that right now. I'll go here. I haven't uh, really. That's a, this is a website. I've got actually got to update the, the front page a little bit. But um, it will be. It's podcast number 66 that you're listening to right now. So 66. So go there and I will have a video of that right there. Uh, so let's take a look at another company called Suex Falls Dent Repair. Um, this guy, he's all over the place too. He's doing fantastic at promoting his company too. Uh, just always in it, showing cool photos, interesting photos, videos. Um, just something you got to check out. He's trying. To, he's educating his customer, which is huge because a smart customer is a better customer. And if you can educate them more and more, you, that's a win. Heck, take notes of all these things. What do they have in common? They are, first of all, they're promoting themselves all the time. They are promoting themselves all the time. Whether it be good work, whether it be you're putting your face on it, whether you're educating the customers with, you know, hey, this is what happens, uh, you know, when you use bad PDR or whatever. But don't put people down. That's what you don't want to put down is put people down because it makes you look like you were uh, 
insecure about the other competition. So, but educate them. Hey, we all know we want the best price, but at the end, everybody wants a high quality repair. Wouldn't you agree? Well, here at Dent Time, we can do that for you quick, fast, and easy. Check it out. Let me show you how. You know what I mean? Like, open it up. They got a problem. You've got to solve it. That's what you want. You want them to understand that you are the solution to their problem. Heck, if they didn't want it fixed, they wouldn't be looking for somebody to fix it for them. Now, here's the deal. Psychology plays in the part because at first they want the best price, like I said. But you, as a PDR tech, can help change their mind by throwing the ball back on their court, asking them, hey, and use this. To use this. You will see how effective this is. Yeah, I was thinking about it. it was out of, it's kind of out of my budget. I was thinking maybe you know 200 instead of 300. Would you take 200? That opens up you up for that again. Remember, like I said, look, Mr. Smith, I, I understand you're looking for the best price. But in the end, quality always matters. And I'm sure you would agree, wouldn't you? Regardless if you're saying that through text message and even better yet, if you're saying it through in person. Now, I was talking to my student today and he says, yeah, he's in sales too. And he's like, you know what? That is great. He goes, but you know what I think would work just a little bit better with that? If you saw him in person, I said, what's that? He goes, you nod at the end. And I said, you're right. That's right. He goes, yeah, when you nod, they nod. So you're kind of getting them to agree. So that's, a, that's another little tech tip for you guys that you guys can you know, try out. Have it in your quick replies in your text messaging. Okay? Be polite. But also keep the opportunity of the door open for them to still want to do business with you. And you're not being a prick by saying that. You're just saying, you're just making note. You're basically saying, hey, I, I listen, I, I know that uh, you, want the best, you want the best job possible. You know what I mean? And they will, they will say it because you, you know that they don't want a cheap quality repair. They do want the best price. And you've already admitted that. You admitted it yourself that you are as a company owner. Look, I understand you want the best price. But more importantly, I know you want the best quality in the end. I'm sure you would agree. By throwing the ball on their court, you're telling them, pick one. Which one do you want? Because I'm not going to offer you. I'm not going to give you a cheap price for the best quality. It's not going to work that way. That in a nice professional way, that's what you're telling them. And you're asking them to answer their own question back at them. You're throwing it back at them. And I just had another, I just, I just showed my technique. I told my students this one day or a couple hours before, and someone texted me, and I said the same thing what I just said to you. And the customer goes, I agree. When can we schedule? Oh, no, because I already sent him the text message with the schedule. He goes, I agree. I'll go ahead and schedule. There you go. You just have to have understand the psychology of, of that. And then when you believe it really much and you practice that because you have to believe it first, the customer instantly believes it. And it's better if you have a text too because then, you know, I mean, of course, you better believe it, right? Because that's why you're texting it. But you don't have to be about nervous, but it's 
it you'll feel even more and more better by doing it. And again, the customer is going to believe you because you believe in yourself and your and your value of your company. So it's pretty interesting. The, um, gosh, I'm doing an hour right here. Okay, yeah, I think that's about it. Man. I I just dropped my bombs here. Listen, I've got I've got um, let's see here, blah blah blah. I'm training next week. I've got next week until I'm done training. I'm working my butt off on Dent Trainer. However, you will be seeing more live videos like this. Actually, this wasn't recorded live. This is recorded on the DL at night. But I'll be doing more like this live. And I'd love to hear some feedback from you guys. I'd like to hear comments on stuff. So I'll think of some stuff to talk about. Uh, I know we're going to talk about some website stuff, some pointers, regardless. Again, if you have a your own website, maybe you don't have a website. And then even when you, you've, if you've bought our website, some more information on how you can build your website more successfully. Okay. Again, you can go check out thebestpdrwebsites.com, thebestpdrwebsites.com. If you are in the middle of a hailstorm or if you are thinking about, you know you're going to have some hail Keep us in mind. Check out hailads.com. We can help you with your social media and get you up, run in front of the competition on Facebook, social media, Google ads. And we can even give you some posters too or some um, Instagram stuff. So it's pretty cool. Uh, other than that, if you want to know some ideas on that, uh, go check out my Instagram uh, at Dent Time. You'll see some of the stuff that I do on, and that I create too, along with John and I. So, that's about it. That's the rambling part. You know, I, I don't want to get uh, too much into everything, but I hope you guys are really doing well. So let me just put my little uh, my little music on. Let's see if I got some. Let me see where I got this on. Where? Uh, yeah, let's go that one right there. Cause I don't want to do any. I don't want to do more editing. You know what I mean? Anyways, you know me. I'm about out. I don't know if I. This is one of my best podcasts. <laughs> this is definitely. There's some knowledge bombs in here, man. I'm a little rusty tonight, man. Anyways, I'm out. And listen, don't remember. Don't do a thing I wouldn't do twice. All right. I'll catch you guys later. Wondering how you can show your love? Head over now to Facebook and.